Welcome to the Table of Perspective, where we take a deeper look into how the internal narrative of an individual determines the response to life itself and all it entails. Today I'll be doing a little bit of a review on a book by Brian Reed called Please Do Not Clothe the Dinosaurs. We'll get straight into it right after the first song. Do enjoy. It's not hard to find 
So, interesting story. Firstly, last week I w had the privilege and the honor of uh, interviewing Michael Samuel, um, who is a scientist who studies uh, vector-borne diseases, its causes, basically is a mosquito killer, it's phenomenal. Um, and we had a small conversation about dinosaurs, because it's something that he actually is intrigued by. Um, and he's also a Christian, which is more intrigue, because, I mean, majority of the time you find that people say that science somehow disproves the Bible or it's incomplete. So going into the, the grouping of information in terms of biblical uh, knowledge and information versus scientific arguments, um, it's quite an interesting topic to, to converse about. And there's this book that I found um, by Brian Reed. Um, I had it in my shelf for, for some time, but I, I almost forgot where I got it and what happened. Um, so several years ago, I attended a... Uh, a competition of sorts when I was in high school and there was a author by the name of Brian Reed that came and basically spoke about the concept of how evolution and how the whole topic of science um, doesn't necessarily argue against scriptural um, truths. In actual fact, science oftentimes proves what already was written in the Bible. Um, and he wrote this book called Please Do Not Clothe the Dinosaurs. And just a little bit of what it's about, it says that many people believe that life on Earth simply evolved by some random natural process. Others believe that God created the universe in six days. What is the truth? The book examines the various main theories regarding the origin of the universe and life on Earth. It presents an easy to understand overview of today's most popular theories. This book also discusses many of the popular uh, debates around the subject and will show you how these theories have a lot or rather are a lot less certain about what we often have been led to believe. You will learn why origins uh, science can never be more than a, ho a hotly debated theory. Just a couple of the points that he actually gets into in the book itself is some of the potential flaws in scientific theories, different approaches, the evolution theories, the beginnings, some new ideas, the role of mutations, examples of evolution, evolution of organs, evolution of species, uh, historic record, the missing links, other fossil records, intelligent design theory, theistic evolution, creation science, and then he concludes all of that together. Um, but I'd like to just read a couple uh, lines from his um, chapter in the beginnings, it speaks of the first building blocks of life, and it says, in terms of evolution theory, it was first necessary for some simple basic organic molecules to evolve. These molecules would be needed as the building blocks of life. How can we expect, or rather we can expect, as far as this first simple step is concerned, scientists must by now have a good idea as to how it came about. Is this what we find? So it says, um, consider what the Earth may have looked like, as some people picture it to have been, just before life started. It was believed that the Earth was fairly similar to what it is now, except that there is no life. How then did life start? Scientists theorized that if they could show that the organic molecules could originate randomly by simple chemical processes in an inorganic world, they would have found a way whereby life could have started by pure chance. One of the most important first group of organic molecules would be, which would be needed is the amino acids. In the early 1950s, Stanley Miller, working as a PhD student under Harold Urey at the University of Chicago, conducted one of the most famous experiments of all time. They set up a laboratory equipment so that they could have a primordial pool of water containing all the right chemicals as they would have thought possibly to have found them on the primitive earth. 
they contemplated whether uh, the atmosphere must have, or what the atmosphere must have been like, and came up with a mixture of ammonia, methane, and hydrogen. They put all of them together and passed an electric current through this mix mixture. As predicted, some amino acids and other many uh, organic molecules were formed. There was a great excitement as, at these results, as they were thought to provide proof that life, or at least organic uh, molecules, could indeed have come about by some simple chemical process. Unfortunately, life was to prove to be much more complex than anyone in those days imagined. Miller and Urey's experiment relied on having an atmosphere of methane, ammonia, and hydrogen. Most of today's scientists believe that it is almost certain that the atmosphere was nothing like this. Some modern scientists believe that the early atmosphere was possibly composed of water, carbon dioxide, and nitrogen. Others believe that the atmosphere was very similar to our modern-day atmosphere. Miller and Urey's experiment would certainly not have worked under either of these sets of circumstances. Um, going on to uh, just a second chapter here, um, it speaks of some examples of evolution. And it says that thousands of scientists have been searching for the past 150 years for examples, which they can point to and say now that it is an example of one of the species, which has clearly evolved into another. They must surely have some interesting discoveries. What have they in fact discovered? Examples of evolution in action are often quoted. However, many of these examples are simply minor changes brought about by natural selection. Seldom do we find examples where useful new genetic information has been added. Most, if not of all these examples, are better described as microevolution and, uh, and as such are not on any path towards the evolution of new species. This has, to be a very, this has to be very clearly understood. For many people will point out variations and changes within species and believe that this is an indication of evolution in action. Miniature dogs or miniature horses are not an indication of any move towards evolution of a new species. Dogs will remain dogs and horses will remain horses forever and ever. All that has happened is that a process of selection has been used and in order to isolate an existing genotype within the species. And we see something similar when, um, obviously with the, the process, I'm sure everyone has basically learned this in biology at school or science, any part of their science faculties, when you have two plants and you're slowly but surely um, doing a process of elimination by removing one factor of the uh, recessive gene in a plant, you end up with more and more recessive uh, genetics, and then that creates a different variation of the same plant, as opposed to if you have dominant genes, and then you're obviously through that process of selection, um, removing different parts of that plant, and then you're ending up with a different variation again of the plant uh, with more dominant genetics. Um, but in the same sense, he's explaining that uh, when it comes to evolution. He does go into a, a, a very, very um, detailed explanation of, for instance, the sickle cell anemia, the peppered moth, the simplest organisms, um, and he elaborates quite uh, quite clearly on how these certain arguments have been made and what information has been brought forward to it. Um, we're going to go into the second song now and then we'll just close it off with some of his thoughts on the creation theory. So do enjoy the second song. Tell me dreams come true now I've been chasing mine, I don't sleep now 
so far you didn't come around so far you didn't come around when every day man i've been working hard for the payment so i don't understand that we work now god please show me the way now yeah yeah cause i don't tire daddy i don't tire mommy i don't tire i can't wait no longer i don't tire Show me a brighter day. Take all my tears away. Take all the pains away. Oluwaje, my story. Show me a brighter day. Take all my tears away. Take all the pains away. Oluwaje, my story. This is my song. Just say go hard or go home. The moment I think I'm getting ahead, it's like how many times can I take a loss? His stroke of the pen is so genius, right in my script. A pity party, I've been invited to quit. If anybody is getting tired of this, I've been at the bottom, but he provided the strength. It's like. Ashes, boys, beauty from ashes. Born for adversity, getting booed from the rafters. Power from the Most High, strength and new from the Master. Hecklers on the sideline, I refuse to go backwards. Confident to know that He got a plan for my life. Cutting through the darkness, I'd rather stand than the light. I would never quit and give up a stand, but it's tight. Raising up the standard, I gotta stay in the fight. But if I get a dose of the blessing, if I get rich and famous, I promise to treat everyone right. I'll never look down on a fellow man that ain't right. If I get a dose of the blessing, if I get rich and famous, I go still serve God, and when I go bless my life, so do I change my story. Show me a brighter day, take all my tears away, take all the pains away. Oh, do I change my story? Show me a brighter day, take all my tears away, take all my pains away. Oh, do I change my story? So just to bring it into a close, um, this book ha I found very, very interesting. There's a lot of knowledge that we have in general understanding, but it really dives deep into what the, the, the practices were in order to find that information, what the um, scientists had found, what kind of um, experiments they had done in order to retrieve this information. Um, but for instance, with uh, creation science, I'm just going to dabble in it a little bit as we close. And he speaks of, um, can the creation story as presented in the Bible really be explained in scientific terms. Is there really a scientific explanation as to how God created the earth in six calendar days? 
Creation scientists, or rather creation science, is the study aimed at providing scientific evidence supporting the biblical account of creation. It is well-established discipline supported by a number of professional creation science bodies and academic research at a number of institutions. Creation science can probably be described as or rather striving to achieve three things. Provide a scientific understanding of the description of the creation presented in the Bible. Provide, a scientific, provide scientific evidence to support biblical description of creation. And provide evidence to demonstrate flaws in the theory of evolution. One of the first steps of creation, uh, or rather one of the first steps creation scientists take, is to evaluate all new theories in the light of whether it conflicts with the biblical account in any way. The Bible is essentially used as a filler, or rather a filter, and creation scientists are able to discard a lot of theories at the outset simply because they are in conflict with what God has already told us about his creation. Where evolutionists claim that similarities between simply uh, species imply a common ancestor, creations believe it shows a common designer. If wheels have proven to be useful means of moving a cart from one point to another, why not use them for other purposes? If a backbone is useful, is a useful means of supporting animal A, why not use it for animal B? This would not need to imply any relationship other than a common creator. We need to understand that the creation scientist's view of creation as presented in the Bible. Um, and then he goes into a breakdown of how the creation science uh, expanded scientific view of biblical creation uh, is done in the next two pages of that chapter. But as a whole, um, even reading through some of the philosophers and scientists of back in our day, uh, some of the beginning pioneers of really the science theory, I would argue that a lot of the scientists that um, first were the pioneers of the biblical or the scientific um, discovery of whether it be evolution in their theory um, or actually finding out what the Bible says about it to be true were many Christians and they maybe even had greater faith than a lot of the um, current Christians of our day. Why? Because as they discovered more and more of creation, it was like the, the book says, um, a common designer that is very, very intellectual and understanding every single facet of creation in such a way that the intrinsic nature of it claims of a designer rather than of just a happening or an occurrence. Um, so yes, I find this book very, very interesting. And if ever you would like to uh, read through it, I would very much encourage you to do so. Even if dinosaurs are not your thing, I think there's a lot to um, really discover about our world around us and how it, it has in the processes over the years changed and really who the common designer is um, as a whole. So yes, that is all from me. I do hope that this was somewhat helpful or enjoyable and I hope that you have a great day further. Do enjoy. Cheers! Active FM, the Netflix of radio. But Uh, 
things just ain't the same for gangsters. The whole world's changed, everybody's a stranger. These young dudes running around saying they bangers. Quick the low bangers, the click and bang you. And I done seen too many teens chasing a dream. End up bloodstream, contaminated and fiending. And now they leaning on words that he said or she said, we said, look at him, he dead. See, we ain't never know Martin Luther the King. Most of us probably couldn't tell you much about his dream. We like Malcolm X, cause Spike made the movie. And we saw him strapped up with the AKs and Uzis. So excuse me, you trying to connect you. A whole generation is raised by gangsters who probably never knew Pops. We had Tupac and old Boombox chilling in our tube socks. And plus Dre taught us how to roll a 64. And Snoop Dogg taught us how to roll a sticky drove. So if they want to reach us with Jesus, they got to do better than some screaming preachers. Yeah, because homies, we don't believe you. We see grandmas ride by these cold thieves with heaters. Huh? So we skeptical. It's easy to get a lead that there's a heaven. For a thug that he mess with you, it's hard to rise. Hey, shout out the ninth wonder. No, you ain't gotta ask. We both on the same page like a paragraph. And all music ain't the target of discussion. But it seems the radio has got a problem playing substance. Listen, partner, they lying to us. They selling pies to us. They teach us how to be gangbangers and nine shooters. Hop in where you been, see what you see. Move up with old dog, look at me on the screen. When Nas was street dreaming, Biggie was still breathing. And cash ruled everything around me, creaming. Folks trying to make the good life the good life. While they in the birds wishing us a good night And some rappers teach us how to chin check them But I still ain't heard a song about being movie directors We in your hood, man, we been where you been Been stabbed, been shot, been been in the pen Difference is now when we pick up the pen We articulate how God has made us all better men I'm a college graduate, get some God-fearing role models With daughters who do not aspire to be pole models You are not what the media impose on you God made you and he rose for you, so you rise Oh. Uh. 